Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the head table. Good morning! Welcome to Head Table Talk. Well, if you weren't awake before... I know. We are recording the podcast earlier than normal because our guest had... I mean, she's a busy woman, so we had to get in when we could. That's what she said. As I drink my coffee (laughs) today, I broke my golden rule and I went to Starbucks. She brought me some apple cider. So I'm drinking that and I'm about to crack into the two liter of cherry Coke that's in our fridge. Amazing. I drank about one drink from Starbucks and it's the cinnamon dolce latte. It's so good. It's so good. I've never had it. It's so good. But you like Starbucks then. Yeah, I you don't know. You liar. No. <laughs> the, it's, the, it's the only drink that I get from Starbucks. Do you have a wedding this weekend? I do. On Halloween. On Halloween. Is yes. it spooky? No. Well, they got married earlier this year. Okay. Did like a small ceremony. And now they're kind of doing like the bigger. Do you think people will be in costumes? So she posted on Facebook and said that if like the kids wanted to like wear their costumes to the reception they can so cute yeah and then she also like um posted about like how in the town that they're doing their wedding and instead of like if they didn't want to go to cocktail hour like they could go trick-or-treating so i was like that's adorable where is it it's in cresco iowa kind of northeast far corner really small town but it's a really cool little city they have like um a park there that has like some springs and stuff so pretty it's really pretty do you have a wedding this weekend um Sorry, I was just distracted because you said Cresco, and then I was thinking about Crisco, and then I was thinking about how I wanted to bake (laughs) some pies. Um, No, I don't have a wedding this weekend. How does this always happen? Because I haven't had a wedding for the last two weekends. I know. This is my first weekend that I've had off in a long time. I know. Our schedules are just the opposite. And I don't want to do much, even though it's Halloween. I'm like, I want to clean our house get caught up on editing and i want to decorate for christmas (laughs) it's fine it's fine it's 2020 the year is crazy if we have to be stuck inside i'm gonna make it holly and jolly (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to watch the grinch and i'm going to listen to christmas music early and it's gonna be beautiful what's your favorite christmas movie Mm. I love It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, I love your George impressions. Ah, you see? <laughs> you want the moon, Mary? <laughs> Miracles. I love um, that movie. I love it too, Joan. I watch it every year, tradition, and I love The Grinch, the Jim Carrey version. That's and, it. I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I love the movie The Family Stone. Never Have you seen it. seen it? Are you a Hallmark Christmas movie no. girl? No. I'm not usually, but I will say, I am loving Netflix's Christmas movies. The Ooh. super cheesy ones, like A Christmas Prince. Oh, yeah. Or the one with Vanessa, H- Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Um, no, I'm a classic. Like, I love, um, what is the movie? Prancer. Mm. So good. I'm a big um, <laughs> white Christmas person. I don't know if I've ever seen it. <gasps> or if I did, it was way back in the day. It's my favorite. I'm, um, it Bing Crosby really reminds me of my grandpa because they both have big blue eyes, and it's just, I love it. I love it so much. Who, There's so many funny parts. Clint Eastwood reminds me of my grandpa. Really? <laughs> yeah, especially in the movie Million Dollar Baby, and his name's Frankie in the movie, and mm. my grandpa's name is Frank, and so whenever I watch that, I get the feels. He's like a tough guy, but secretly a teddy bear yes um but i think wednesday it's gonna be warmer so i'm gonna put up our christmas lights probably on one of the last warm days this weekend's wedding that i shot was so cold so beautiful but so cold yes isn't that always fun my toes were frozen off but it was it was perfect that's a good thing i shoot pretty quick so Mm -hmm. being able to fly through photos is nice to warm up the bride Poor yeah. girl. I know. I always feel bad for I brides. never thought... I mean, with October weather, you never know what you're going right. to get. Yeah. Yep. I always say that the nice thing about, like, cold weddings is it makes the bridal party, like, actually pay attention. 
I know. <laughs> because they don't want to be outside. That's true. As long. So, yeah, I actually have, counting this weekend, I have three more weddings for the year. Ooh. And then I have one on, like, January 2nd in St. Louis. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm trying to count, four, five. Dang. And one's in Mexico in like 40 something days and one's on new year's eve so i don't know if you count that as this year or if you count it as next year but i'm going to count it as this year yeah Yeah. i did a new year's wedding a couple years ago and each table for part of their centerpiece they had like a clock counting down to midnight that's so cute i think if i threw a new year's eve wedding i would have disco balls everywhere oh yeah and champagne lots of champagne lots of champagne you gotta and i tell people to dress dress up yeah like like fancy black tie pansy. yeah oh goodness what did you think of the bachelorette last you week? know what i was thinking with our recaps for the bachelor it's just a, too bad that it's not on oh. mondays because when we talk about it it's so old. it's when they're coming but anyway yeah. um i think it's a double standard absolutely for the stripping yep if they the wouldn't. girls did that that show would be canceled yeah so i felt bad for the guys for that but i, I think... freaking love bennett running though oh like... my gosh <laughs> he's a harvard man he's so funny he's just like slowly prancing mm-hmm. along with his like boat shoes i know <laughs> i know no i thought it was good i um I honestly, like, don't even remember what happened. Remember oh, that guy Claire was all like, why didn't anybody want to talk to me? They are nervous. They mm-hmm. don't know. I don't think a lot of these guys watched The Bachelor mm-hmm. a bunch before the show. And she annoys the heck out of me. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. And when she sent that guy home because, because he she didn't Google her. Right. Yeah. And so... The point of the show is that you don't know each other, that you're learning about each other. And he he said it incorrectly, like saying I came for you. He probably didn't need to say that. Right. But of course, wouldn't you rather have somebody that didn't stalk you Yeah. prior to coming? Like, obviously, he could have been like, obviously, I love your personality from what I've seen. But mm-hmm. I think he was just nervous and froze and was yep. a little bit taken back because she's so aggressive i feel like i could emotionally aggressive Uh, i could ramble about this but she is so like when she talks everything is like this everything's a fairy tale i love love (laughs) and then all of a sudden she like flips a switch and she's like let's dive into your trauma i know which i am all about getting deep and vulnerable like i love having those conversations Maybe not on a first date, though. I know. But it's hard because it's The Bachelor. Yeah. I'm just interested to see how it goes. I'm fully ready for Tasha. I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't know. She's going to blow up The Bachelorette. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. Sponsors. <laughs> and then... We will be back with our wonderful guests. Connoisseur sponsors. Head Table Talk is sponsored by MC Brow and Lash Studio, a Des Moines-based studio. MC Brow and Lash provides services like keratin lash lift and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and want to roll out of bed and look like a normal human, I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and we're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the keratin lash lift and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. So if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment and you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. Head 
Table Talk is sponsored by No Clue How to Podcast, a new podcast where two cousins, Megan and Whitney, are experiencing a pandemic and wanting to laugh again. Laugh along as they talk bad 90s fashion, embarrassing stories, uterus cakes, and more. Follow them on Instagram at No Clue How to Podcast and listen wherever you find incredible podcasts. On today's podcast, we have the owner and lead designer at Sybil Sophia Floral Design, a studio focused on weddings, events, workshops, and installation. After years of running her business in Los Angeles, she has moved to Des Moines, Iowa, and we are so happy. She is extremely talented, kind, and is actually doing the flowers for our own Meredith's wedding. On top of running this crazy successful business, she also owns Joy Pop, a balloon decor and installation business that adds so much joy get it to any event how does she do it all seriously she just got engaged to the love of her life and you know the flower flowers at her wedding are going to be insane welcome to the head table sophie balmer thank you hello 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 how are you good i'm good (laughs) not that we haven't been talking for like 15 minutes before this episode no big deal did so, you like my intro? I loved it. <laughs> was everything correct there? Yeah, yeah, everything was correct. And yeah. So why, my first question, why Sybil Sophia? Yeah, my my name is Sybil Sophia. Okay. And Sybil is my grandma's name. And Aww. she like, has a huge flower garden. And we used to go there when I was a kid um, in North Carolina for the whole summer. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. My parents were theater teachers, so they had like a nine-month contract. And then my grandparents owned like a big bed and breakfast that did farm to table. That's amazing. Yeah. In the mountains in North Carolina. That's so Uh, cool. That's like a dream. It was. And she had like huge flower gardens there. And yeah. So I just spend tons of time with her in the summer. And and. You go by Sophie. Yep, but I go by Sophie, and I that was like day one. They never called me Sophia. My mom was the same way. Her name was Mary Kathleen, and they always called her Kathleen. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's an old tradition yeah. type of thing. If you want to pay homage to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Is your full name Allison? No. I was going to say, you don't seem like an Allison no. at all. Just Allie. Just Allie. <laughs> Just Allie. So... Allie kind of gave a little background, quick kind of summary of your businesses, but kind of in your own words, tell us what you do. Yeah, I, so the balloon part's sort of new. Yeah. Um, So I would say I'm really like a florist at heart, (laughs) and I've been doing that for about five years now, Um, and I love it. It's just like really creative, and I love working with the flowers. And then when I moved to Des Moines, I had seen in LA that the balloons were getting really big and I just thought it was so fun and like a new medium. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and you can intermix them with your designs. Totally. Which is perfect. Yep. So when people book with you for flowers, do you offer balloons as well or do would they go through Joy Pop separately? You know what I mean? I mean, it's all me. So right, one exactly. time a bride, she, I don't always bring it up because not everybody wants balloons, right. you know? So uh, I don't always bring it up, but someone booked me and they have like a really great wedding in 2022 and I was really excited. And then she emailed me through Joy Pop being like, I found you on Civil Sophia Floral Design's website. She oh seemed to gosh. recommend you. And then That's I wrote back, so I was sweet. like, Alexa, it's just me. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, and so now we're doing like a big balloon installation too. That's awesome. Did you ever think about combining the businesses together? I started so- with that. Uh-huh. Like at first it was just Sybil Sophia floral design and then Sybil Sophia balloon design. And it was just like part of it. Right. And then I decided to split it out Um I don't know. I definitely don't want like a floral storefront. Right. I don't want to have to stock flowers that are always dying and you're like having to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I might want like a balloon storefront or some sort of like party store. That would be so cool. Yeah. And so when I thought about that and I talked to my lawyer and we decided to split it into two separate businesses. Um, And then I named it Joy Pop. I like the name Sybil Sophia Floral Design because it like pays homage to my grandmother. Absolutely. And balloons don't really. But the Sybil Sophia part. Sybil is spelled weird. People, like, when you say it, they're like, what? The number of people who have said civil, like civil war, I'm like, no. (laughs) You know? And so I was like, okay, maybe a name that's a little catchier. Yeah. Um, Joy Pop (laughs) is such a great name. Yeah. And it totally makes sense for what what you're doing like you could say joy pop and like you kind of know already and the marketing would be cool for that i feel like Mm -hmm. especially if it was a party store everything could be so fun and bright and whereas civil sophia is more sophisticated sounding you know Mm -hmm. i love both yeah Mm -hmm. do you do with joy pop do you do any main events specifically do you kind of do all events um or do you mainly are you seeing it's a lot of weddings, bridal showers? Yeah, right now I do all events. I'm doing like a wedding um, on New Year's Eve. That's just a balloon drop. Oh, you fun. know, and I love to do weddings because people want like bigger, um, like statement pieces, and I think that's fun. Or like big backdrops are really fun. But also, there's just like a day to day component. I would say the bread and butter is like. Birthday parties. Ba- or- like, exactly. Like, one, two, three-year-old birthday parties, right? yeah. you know? And so I'm just, like, down for all of it. It's really fun. And... I made a balloon garland once for a friend's bachelorette party. And it is kind of painstaking work <laughs> to... T- you have to blow up all the balloons. You have to, like... I don't know. I felt like my fingertips at the end of putting one together hurt so it is rough on your hands and if you've had a week like a heavy floral week where your hands are like wet and dry wet and dry and then you move to balloons you're like well there's nothing left (laughs) down to the bone yeah Yeah. oh my goodness oh that's great you post a lot of like behind the scenes work with joy pop and your other business the floral business as well and i love seeing um like the color schemes that you post yeah with the balloons like how you post like a bunch of like four of them together to be like working on like this color scheme next or like i think you did one that was like red black and white and it was like mickey mouse yeah right Yeah. yeah so do you come up with those color schemes or do they kind of give you an idea of what they're looking for and then you give them options yeah both some people send me a picture and they're like i want this exactly other people like will tell me what they want i love to do custom colors that's like my favorite so that's when there's like a balloon inside a balloon to create like a color so often people will say they want something but there's not balloons that color and then i'll do a custom palette and send it and then they're always like oh my gosh that's exactly what i wanted so i'm so fun. excited that's so cool do you ever so you talk about possibly having a storefront do you ever think about yeah. doing like balloon garland kits where people can take them home and make them themselves? yeah so i already do them i had like randomly a photographer from michigan um oh. yeah she started following me after i did balloons at um Jason Crocker's studio oh yeah she started following me and then she was like do you do custom balloon kits and I was like I haven't but I will and then I got more photographers yes. from wow. Michigan holy god so you just I know. have like a small so I have like this Michigan balloon oh kit business <laughs> And I just sent one to a friend in Texas, so I'm, like, getting into that. Because I see a lot on Etsy where you can sell them there or, I mean, you could bring people to your storefront through Instagram. Yeah. That's awesome. I really like to do the kits for custom ones because, I mean... Anybody could. Anyone can do it, but when you're doing custom colors, then it's, like, is really special. Right. Yeah, Um, absolutely. But it's super hard to tie the custom colors. She was, like... This is so hard. <laughs> and then my friend who I sent it to, I was like, you should buy an electric pump. Like everyone else, it was a five foot garland, but hers is a 10 foot one. 
and it's I was so like, much work. the pump is $20. Like it's nothing. Right. Just buy it because you are going to, you're going to blow up over a hundred balloons. You can buy them at Target. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or on Amazon. They're not expensive. As a person with very low lung capacity, this sounds exhausting. So <laughs> I never pull them up with my mouth, Yeah, but I, a friend of mine, I did her baby shower recently, but she had had another baby shower mm. where her sister-in-law blew up. Like 70 balloons by, by oh mouth. That's what I did for that bachelorette oh party, I and like, I will no. never do it again. I was like, when you think about it, you're like, oh, it's just like a six-foot garland. I can do that. And then you're hours in of blowing and up your balloons. your cheeks yes. hurt. They hurt oh. so bad. Yeah. No, then I'm like, you. I'll invest in a $20 pump. I'll invest in Joy Pop next <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you seen... Um, the trend on TikTok right now. The one where she... Wait. Yes. So there was a girl who is like a balloon artist. Yes. Do you call yourself a balloon artist? I do. I, I love, love that. It's funny. Yeah. People will be like, do you like twist? Balloon? <laughs> I'm like, not like that. Yeah. I don't make balloon animals. So she um, built this big letter H. I think it was like for a birthday party yes. or something. And she said like, she did like a time lapse of like her process and um, said how much she charged and then like TikTok blew up, blew up. and was like oh, I can do that awful. in 30 minutes and for like $20 and you're charging $300 for it blew up yeah and it just made me feel so bad I felt her. so bad I read a bunch of comments on it I felt so awful and people like she was said something like you try and do it for this much money like you can't and then somebody did and was like and was like well I just did it for $20 and I was like yeah how much time did that take right. you right is yeah, your time yeah. worth nothing to you like right. imagine you're doing this now eight hours a day would you like to be paid nothing for that time you know I felt so sad for yeah. her that's no, no, no. she's probably worked so hard to I mean no one starts off charging you know the Buko bucks, you know, you right. build up your business to get to that level. And I just felt so bad for her because all these people were bashing her. That's yeah. the thing is sometimes people don't understand how valuable our time is, especially when you're running your own business. Like a friend will be like, can you just throw that together for me? You know, but mm-hmm. they don't realize all the work that goes into the prep or for us, the editing, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and I feel like that also kind of comes with age and experience too like a lot of the people who were doing it on tiktok were like teenagers mm-hmm. who had all this time in the world to do this and i feel like as you get older you realize like how much your time is actually worth mm-hmm. like yeah that's just my two cents there. yeah <laughs> okay so kind of switching gears over to the flowers um you said your grandma kind of instilled that love there for you. How did you get started in doing flowers for weddings? Well, so I just been in the flower gardens with her, but not done that much arranging. She did a lot of dried arranging, which was more popular like in the 80s and Mm -hmm. 90s and had a room for drying flowers. That's so Um, cool. (laughs) But I hadn't done hardly any flower arranging, but I'd always like been really artsy my parents are theater teachers I love that so I'd done a lot of arts and then I I actually strangely had done even though I'd done no florals the bouquet for my best friend's wedding when we were 22 amazing yeah which is just like a random coincidence Mm -hmm. and then never did any other flowers for like a long time and then I was in a job in Los Angeles at a tech startup and Um, It was like a really interesting, cool job at the time. And my boss, her sister called her over lunch and was like, hey, well, it was before lunch. She was like, I'm going to come downtown over my lunch break and get married at the courthouse. Do you want to come be the witness? (laughs) And her her sister was like, "Uh, like, I'm annoyed. I'm doing a real job. But (laughs) like, yes, I'll be there. And then someone on our team was like, actually, she doesn't have to go to the courthouse. I'm ordained. So, and then I was like, oh, over lunch, I'll like run to the flower market, which is downtown in Los Angeles, and just pick up a few things and do like a bouquet and a boutonniere. 
So I did that and I just sent it with them. They actually got married on the rooftop of our building, which is like a gorgeous restaurant where you'd have to pay like a lot, but it was closed. And she just went up there and was like, can I do this wedding here? (laughs) So I did the flowers for that. And then like two weeks later, she emailed me and was like, you did an amazing job. Like I loved them so much and I'm having like a full wedding in six months. Do you want to be my florist? And I said, I've never done anything like this, but yes, I do. And so I met with her and wrote up a proposal and then I did it. I took a class um, yeah. at a community college on Saturdays for like a little bit. Cool. Um, and then I also watched a bunch of YouTube videos specifically because she wanted succulents and I like mm. needed to learn how to wire those. And then it was so crazy. I was up till three in the morning. I cried. I <laughs> called my mom at like midnight. Uh-huh. But my mom and I had like done events together before. So she was like really That's supportive so cool. and was like, you can do this. And then the next day when I went, the bride was so happy and she cried and it was like, the best feeling the best and so i didn't like in that moment i wasn't like i'm becoming a florist but i just thought like like remember this you know right and then that job like i changed positions a little bit and it got i just wasn't a good fit for the job anymore and i was like okay what's my next move like i don't think it's working in an office and then i decided to become a florist Oh my goodness. Yeah. So so I started like working towards that. I started doing some friends weddings. um, And then eventually I, I actually got laid off from that job, which was awesome because I got severance and then I had like seed money for my business. That's amazing. Blessing in disguise. It was. So how many weddings would you say now you do a year? Well, it's been a little, it's been crazy. Outside of 2020. Yes. I I had done, I think, 20 in a year was like the most I did. And I know some people do like a lot more than that. But I really want to be doing like bigger, more design heavy like work um, and then doing less of it and focusing right. on each one and doing stuff that's really special and meaningful but then the next year I decided to move from Los Angeles and so that year I did less weddings but I did them in LA I did them here I was like flying back and forth I went to Alaska for a month oh my goodness and worked on a peony farm there and like learned about growing peonies um and then I moved to Des Moines, and I've been here during the pandemic. You so. could write a book with your life. <laughs> yes. I, everything that you're saying, I'm just like, I want to do that. I want to do that. So I'm sure there's a lot of things that are different. But how would you say like the weddings in LA compare to weddings in Iowa? I would say one of the big things is just people have really big weddings here. Yeah. yeah. You know, in Los Angeles, I would say the average number of people at the weddings I was doing was 100 people. Really? And so for centerpieces, that's like 10, 12 centerpieces. But when someone has a wedding for 350 people, you know, like a lot of people here are doing like candles on half the tables or, you know, just like a few sprigs of greenery on half the tables because who could afford 35 centerpieces? Right. Um yeah. So that's a really big difference. I do a lot of weddings here. I see why people do like so many weddings florists do because a lot of the weddings, it's just like bridal party flowers. It's just mm-hmm. the bouquets and that stuff. And then they're like, people are doing, you know, something little on the tables that maybe they brought. Um, so then you can do more in a weekend because those don't right. take as much focus. Yeah. How much time um, would you say? doing like one full wedding takes as far as like the arranging, putting the bouquets together, all of it. Yeah, it a lot of time. <laughs> so if you're doing like full wedding, like you're doing the bouquets and centerpieces and like an arch piece, the typical like breakdown is like Wednesday, you get your flowers and you process everything. And then Thursday, you do like all your centerpieces, all your stuff that's going to be in water. And then Friday, you do... 
I like to do bouquets in the morning and then do things that are going to be totally out of water, like, like boutonnieres, corsages. Then and then like sometimes an arch piece, like all the greenery's not in water. Like I like to do that stuff, and then Saturday you install. So. It's really like those are like full days. And then depending on how big the wedding is, like that's all the time you get. So you need to hire if it's bigger than what you can do in that day. so different than obviously our jobs because there's so much time sensitive things that need to happen prior that it's not like you could start two weeks out. Like you have to start days out and it's like... I don't know how you do that. That would stress me out. Yeah, it's it's a lot. And by the time you get to the wedding, you're sometimes a little exhausted. You know, yeah, like you right. guys, like you're coming in fresh that right. day. This is the and first it's... time you've seen these pieces. Where have you been like, <laughs> I've been staring at that one damn flower falling for the yeah, last four right. And like by the end of the day, you guys have had a really long day. But like that's like our fourth long day yes exactly Um, what would you say is like your favorite thing to make for weddings is it like an arch piece bouquets what's your what are you most excited about to make i love to do the bridal bouquet yeah and i love it it takes a lot of time and a lot of like focus energy like bridesmaids bouquets you're just like busting those things Mm -hmm. out but then the bridal bouquet it just it has to be perfect you know and sometimes it's in your hand for so long your hand's so tired and you're just trying to get it just right and everything is coming together but you might have to like take it apart do it again yes and sometimes i just like okay the flowers need to rest like put them in some water take Mm -hmm. a second and your brain needs rest sometimes when you look at something for so long that's how it is with editing like i'll look at a photo and (laughs) might not be right but then I'll put it away and when I come back to it I'm like oh no that's perfect I don't know why I was staring at that for so long yeah Yeah. I don't know how you guys do the editing my eyes yeah yeah I have to take breaks with my eyes I feel like I should like get like water like eye drops next to my computer so I can like put them in my eyes I know um one thing I do to like look at it a different way is after I've worked on a while then I'll hold it in front of myself in a mirror oh yeah and then I can often be like oh no like this needs to happen or another thing I'll do is take a picture of it and like frame it with a square shot on my phone and then it like looks totally different and you're like oh no obviously like this it like can just take away like the noise of the room Mm -hmm. or something yeah absolutely yeah do you have any kind of like rituals that you do like while you're like making the arrangements or like anything to like kind of get you into the zone? Well, when I'm arranging, I listen to podcasts all the time. Love it. Yeah. I listen to your podcast while I <laughs> arrange. Um, yeah. So that's fun. And I listen to sometimes sort of like the same sorts of music or podcasts like during certain times of the (laughs) day or Or (laughs) oh my gosh my brain Um, arranging yeah I do that another thing is often on Friday like afternoon I'll call my best friend and talk to her while I arrange stuff I love it yeah it's like a pattern we're in but on the day of the wedding I wear the same outfit every single time, head to toe. Really? Yeah. With your braids? With my braids. It was the best. I showed up to a wedding and we're all masked up. And so I don't tell, I can't tell who everybody is all the time. And we were not in Des Moines. So I didn't expect to see Sophie. And I turned and she's like, Allie? And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. That's the best when you can work with vendors that you like. Yeah. I was really happy to see you there. So hopefully I'll always look out for your braids there. (laughs) Yeah. I wear them in braids to like just get them. Like, they're like Dutch braids, like, up on my head. I love it. <laughs> Not, like, pigtail braids. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, like, I always, like, try and, like, start wedding days. Like, I'm going to look cute. And then by the end of the day, like, my hair is in <laughs> this know. same old messy bun. That's like... why I hardly show up with makeup on. Like, it's very rare because by the end of the day, I look worse than if I were mm. to just show up with no makeup. Right. Yeah. And especially, like... With having masks on and stuff oh, yeah. now. Oh, like, see you. No. Yeah, never. Um, so what would you say are like some of your favorite floral trends that you're seeing right now? 
Well, the dried trend is obviously here. It's here now. <laughs> and it's, I really like that. I think it's really fun and a lot of texture, which I love that. Um, I love, I just love trends, but I like them to not stick around for too long. Right. Yes. That's like, I, you know, it's fun the first like six times and then you're like, okay. I can only do so much of this. So I just like to, I like to cycle through them, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I have heard you guys talk about this before about like wanting your wedding to be timeless. And obviously like I, I want that I'm getting married next year mm -hmm. and like, but also I just have this feel like the trends, like they are noticeable and when you see your mom's photos, like that's part of it. Right. Oh, you yeah. know, I it's like, like it is part of it. And I do like, I want photos that you look back and they're like beautiful and timeless. But I also think it's fun to be like, oh, remember when we all loved yes. this yeah. thing? That's yeah. true. And like your wedding, no matter what, it is of this moment. That's true. That but is very true. like your marriage is, is like the timeless part. You know, your wedding's just like I love that. that moment. I guess I just don't want puffy sleeves. And <laughs> but you don't know you what's going to be know. the puffy sleeve. Like know. you right now, it might not seem, you know, like I might pick something like a certain neckline. And we think right now like, oh, it looks so chic. Well, but four years from now, when right. everyone's worn it for four years, you're going to be like, wait a minute, what happened to my trend? Like, I know. <laughs> my fresh trend ended up being... <laughs> At some point, like, you just have to, like, ignore. You have to do what you want to do. And just do what you want to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. That, can I interject with yeah. the question for advice? This goes perfectly. I had somebody write in about cheap... They have a very limited budget mm -hmm. but they don't want to do strictly baby's breath flowers which is the cheapest for them to do mm -hmm. do you have any suggestions of different types of flowers that are in that limited friendly yeah that are yeah. budget friendly well i would say people often think roses are expensive but like a garden rose is but a standard rose is not very expensive for how big it's going to be. You right. know, like people think that baby's breath is really cheap, but then when you want a ton of it, like a big circle of baby's breath takes t 10 bunches of baby's breath and then it's not so cheap anymore. Right. And so um, I would say roses are a really good way to go. But also a thing I would do is for your bridesmaids, especially if you have a lot of them, is do something really simple. Um, I did one for a shoot yesterday that was just one of those palm, sun palm fans. And then it had two roses and like a sprig of dried in front of it. And that was it. And, and it looked good? It looked beautiful. Yeah, they looked perfect. so simple and beautiful. Yeah. Or me personally, for my wedding, for my bridesmaids, I'm going to do just one kind of flower oh yeah and that's really inexpensive to just pick like one type um do you have a favorite flower it changes all the time mm -hmm. i my new favorite is cosmos Ooh. i have liked them in the past but then those were like in full bloom at pepper harrow when we mm. got engaged there mm. and so they were just everywhere and i'm excited about that. I could right now. see you like owning a place like Pepper Haro. Would that be a goal of yours to kind of have a farm like your grandma? I it's too it's not the kind of work I like to do. Okay. I the work of like daily upkeep for me not good. Yeah. I am not good at that. You know, I'm sort of messy. I <laughs> like the work where you have to do the same thing every day mm -hmm. to tend to it is not good right. for me. I that's why I love weddings is cuz you're just working towards one like big thing and, and you then can that see thing the results. Is, yes, and then there's results and they're beautiful and then the next day that's over and you move on to like the next workup to like something yep. different and that like really works for me like my personality and creatively. Mary, I love that. do you have a Just favorite? call me Mary. Mary, do you have a <laughs> uh, favorite flower? Um, 
I have a least favorite flower. <laughs> and? I don't like sunflowers. Mm. I don't know. I, like, I love roses. I have a tattoo of a rose on the back of my elbow. I like, what is it? Ren- Ranunculus. Yes, thank Ren- you. Yeah. Ranunculus. I love them. I They're love really flowers. beautiful. They're beautiful. And I told Joe I like them because if you run your finger across the top of them, they go like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that, like paper. Yep. So yeah. I want your advice on this. Mm-hmm. This is a <laughs> heated argument. I won't say argument. Heated discussion within um, the photographers at Midwest Live Shots mm-hmm. Photography. So on very hot or very cold wedding days, mm-hmm. We sometimes wait to have the boutonnieres pinned until like right before the formals because we don't want them to like wilt. What do you think about that? Should we pin them right away in the morning? Do you like build your boutonnieres so that doesn't happen? What are your thoughts? I really try and build them so it doesn't happen. I try and not use stuff that is going to wilt because... I don't like that. And if I want to use stuff that'll will, I'll like wire it really well so that it doesn't. Um, And the other thing is, is sometimes I've done a couple weddings where like a groom has like a big rose on their boutonniere and then they go and like give their groomsman a piggyback ride and the mm -hmm. rose falls off. What do we do at that point? Well, I (laughs) always send an extra boutonniere. I always oh. say for hugging incidents. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Just try it. I don't know. Does it break your heart when you see pictures of them later in the night and you and can tell that the flowers aren't what you did? Does that like. Oh. You know, they're wilted or they're yes. broken or. I hate when they're wilted. Mm-hmm. It's like that photo is dead to me now, you know, like I can't use it for anything. Um, At a wedding I was at the other day, I saw like a mother of the bride pretty early on and her wrist corsage, the flower was gone. And Mm. I was like, oh no, like that like really rarely happens to me. I had one where she came and she was like, oh, it needs like it, it, it fell out. It needs to like be fixed, and I of course fixed it. But I was like, "How?" No, I was like, "This was like smashed in a like. Yeah, this oh. was not like a. It just fell. Yeah, yeah, no, this was like an incident, oh which it of course I was happy to and fix. And you stomped on it. Yeah. So, kind of speaking to what your client relationships look like as a client of yours, I can say you are amazing to work with and I've loved every second of working with you so far and you are so knowledgeable about every little thing because I approached you and said you know and I thought about you so much because I did two weddings this year where they had suspenders and trying to pin through suspenders is so hard and so I asked Mm -hmm. you about that and you said we'll just do magnets and Mm -hmm. I was like genius I don't know why people don't do more magnets yeah yeah especially because like from a photographer's standpoint if you don't pin it the right way and you can see the pins like it can be really distracting Mm -hmm. away from the boutonniere like seeing those white little like pearl pinpoints people i don't use those white pearl pins because i don't like to see the white pearls i think it's a little dated Mm -hmm. but then people once in a while will be like are these the pins and they're just normal pins. And they're just normal pins. Really? And I'm always like, you know, I really try and pick something that is going to disappear. Exactly. You know, but sometimes and people like, do want that. Why? Like, do those <laughs> pins really matter at the end of your wedding day? You know? I mean, it's usually like a mother or a grandmother. It's yeah. right. never the bride and groom. But yeah, um, seriously, if you are looking for a florist, mm-hmm. you need to book this lady right now because she has been so wonderful to work with and your email communication is so great. If I have any questions or if I want to spend more money with you, <laughs> you are just like, absolutely. So I mean, why wouldn't she say absolutely to you <laughs> spending more money with her, right? No, her work is beautiful. I've seen it in <laughs> real life at a wedding, and it's so stunning. Do you have any, like, really good or really bad wedding stories? I have had so much, like, good luck with weddings. I have the best brides. I People always say things like, oh, I don't 
you know, I can't imagine working in the wedding industry or I can't imagine working with brides, but I have had just like one wonderful bride after another. And so I don't, I don't, I love working weddings. Um, so I've had great luck. Uh, one time, this was like so random. I had this big piece, like a floral installation. It was really big. It had a ton of greenery and then it actually had like live potted plants like Whoa. in it. So cool. It was really cool. Um, I kept saying it was like a Jurassic wedding <laughs> and they had this window that it was going to like inset into and I measured it. I had gone there. I had pictures, measurements. And when I got there, it was too big, <gasps> but it wasn't big enough to go across like in front of the window, but it was cut too big to go in like we had planned. Oh my goodness. I was like, oh my gosh, what <laughs> has happened here? But I actually had like plenty of time and I sent my assistant back to my house to get a saw <gasps> and I cut the board like with an electric saw on site. That's and then did it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was crazy, a little stressful, but fine. You yeah. know, it all worked out. And I always give myself like a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, what are the easiest flowers to work with and the hardest flowers to work with? There's a lot of hard flowers. <laughs> I mean, roses are really easy. They always last. They look good even when they're like about to go hard you know like ranunculas can be hard um sometimes they're really hardy but sometimes they're sort of like mm -hmm. floppy there's so many that are just like really delicate um and like wilt really easily there's a lot of flowers people really want that wilt easily out of water so that can be hard you know i try not to use them in the boutonnieres not right you know use them a lot in things that have water there's just like different processing mm -hmm. for so many flowers mm -hmm. that dahlias can be really hard. The trick for those is like always buy local. If you can't buy local, don't buy them. Really? Because you they're good for like three days, but by the if you get them shipped, those are already three days old. Like right. who knows when those were cut. So So if somebody wanted to you know, super budget out for their wedding and wanted to do some of their own flowers, would you mm -hmm. suggest just to buy local then? Like avoid like the Costco wholesaler? Mm, I mean, in Iowa, you can only buy local for a really short amount of time. True. And there's a lot of things, like you're not going to get standard roses local or you can get garden roses local in a really specific time of year. I like to, you know, a mix of both is usually the best option. Um, if you want like a lot of variety, if all you want is what the local person has, then great. I'd always go local there. Right, yeah. And around here, there's a lot of flower farms that are really good. So what is your favorite part about doing weddings? My favorite moment is when I give the bride the bridal bouquet. She's like always happy, but if she's happy in that moment, like she's going to be happy with all the rest of her flowers. Right. And it happens first. I usually deliver that first to like her hotel or her getting ready room. And I go in with them and she's always just like so happy to see them. And it's the only time I see her usually. Right. You know, and then I just like disappear off to the reception and like mm -hmm. do all that like a Elf. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited that you're my florist. Like this is just making me even more. And um, you also did the flowers for our head table talk photo shoot. Yes. So if anybody <laughs> listening has seen those pictures, that was Miss Sophie. And I and need to finish editing <laughs> and get those to you. This is, as you know, busy season. It yes. has been extra, extra busy this year. But. They were so great. And They're I remember so beautiful. Like just being blown away by those <laughs> and getting even more excited for yeah. my wedding. Because I knew like I love flowers and I'm a big, I kind of have a green thumb, you could say. Mm -hmm. And so like flowers were the one thing that like I knew I really wanted on my wedding day. Because like they really do like elevate the event, I feel mm -hmm. like. I Absolutely. do, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So tell us where can we find you online? Yeah, I on Instagram at Sybil Sophia Floral Design and at Joy Pop Events. And then um, my website, that's where you can see 
like the most comprehensive like display of my work I would say um like a lot of weddings there with like a lot of pictures from each wedding and then Facebook I'm on there a little bit but so at the end of every episode we do a toast I have one okay Allie you go first so the thing that Joe and I like to do is we like to create new words and give them (laughs) definitions Mm -hmm. and I'm saving a dictionary of our words on my phone but my favorite word right now is napmosphere your nap atmosphere so yesterday i took a nap and i had the best napmosphere if you were to use it in a sentence there was a candle lit it was snowing outside it was warm and cozy it was a great atmosphere but let's say somebody's doing construction outside that is a bad atmosphere. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that is bad. So uh, I'm um, cheersing to atmospheres. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. This is so very random, but I'm gonna toast to Texas Roadhouse's Ooh. buns and butter, cinnamon butter. Yes, I don't know why I'm craving it all of a sudden. It's delicious, but they are beautiful, and I want some. Yes, <laughs> your turn. I'm gonna toast. To my fiance, Matt, because the first year that we dated, I was traveling and all my weddings were like, he wasn't around for them. We weren't living together. I could just like hunker away for the weekend and do them or I was traveling for them. And then this year has been COVID and the spring like had no weddings. And then this fall... Right before he proposed, (laughs) I had so many weddings and he, like one day he was just like, this is so much work. And he works 10 hours a day, every day of the week. And he was like, just like hit by what it means to own your own business. And I was like, yeah, this, this is it. This is what it's like all the time. Mm -hmm. You You just don't see it all the time. Yeah. And... (laughs) Then, you know, two months later, he proposed. So <laughs> he's like in for that. Yes. And it's so yeah, nice to see when somebody acknowledges the hard work and somebody supports it, that they're like all in on that mm-hmm. is something that I feel like every business owner needs yeah. a partner. Because if you're just seeing surface level, it's like, oh, she puts pretty flowers mm-hmm. together. You know what I mean? And to see all of the hard work and be there for that, especially when he's doing crazy hard work himself. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, cheers. Cheers. Thank you all for listening. We will be back next week as scheduled next Tuesday. Rate, review, and subscribe to Head Table Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And shoot us an email if you need advice or have a question at headtabletalk at gmail.com. Also, follow us on the social medias at Head Table Talk on Instagram. Yes, see all the beautiful pictures with all the beautiful flowers. Oh yeah, we're gonna post. Yes. All right, we will see you next week. Bye, love you. Meow.